Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Eric, let's do a little client spotlight this week. We don't do this too often from time to time. And let's kind of discuss the scenario that you were sharing with me with a potential client and and kind of some misconceptions, I guess, if you will, around an annuity based on the client's needs. I'll just kind of let you tee it up then. Based on what the client was looking for, uh, this was something they had a misconception about. Oh, yeah. And we we find that uh, quite often. And this is another reason why, you know, Google sometimes is a bit of an issue because people go home and they'll they'll Google the word annuity. And if you do that, I think there's probably about 14 million um, hits that you get. So if you were to click on all those links and just spend maybe, you know, a minute on each one, you'll be dead by the time you get through your (laughs) your analysis. So the misconception around annuities is that they are sometimes misused and really misunderstood, but they're, they're a tool. And so as long as you understand how the tool will work, it can be very powerful for you. So one of the things we ask in our, uh, we call interview process, uh, at our first meeting, discovery meeting, we'll get to know you and your situation. We often ask, you know, what percentage of your money are you comfortable with of having that risk from the markets? And then how much of your money do you want to have protected from market risk in a safer place? And most people that I've come in contact with put between, you know, 50 and 70% of their money like to have protected. The reason why is that, you know, the average person we're working with is probably, you know, 56, 57 years old. They're a few years from retirement. They don't want it to go down again. They've already been through two pretty bad ones, you know, 2000 through 2003, and then again, 2008. But they were putting money in then. They weren't taking it out. But now they're getting closer. And when we go through a process, we actually figure out what they're return they need to make. And for this particular couple, when we went through this process, we actually figured out that they only needed to make about a 4% rate of return to make the plan work. And they were dumbfounded by that. They're like, really? He's like, yeah, based on based on the income that you're telling me that you want. And we even padded that a little bit. We put some extra money in for uh, travel in the first, uh, I think it was 15 years. Uh, we put a pretty sizable amount in travel and we used an inflation rate of 3%. Even based on that, with the other source of income yet coming in, you only need to pick about 4%, and you still had money all years. And they were kind of shocked. So then uh, we started looking at, okay, so what are some ways you can make that kind of rate of return? So, you know, you could use some fixed income types of securities. You know, that would be using bonds or bond funds. And I explained those to them, explained how, you know, you still have some interest rate risk to those. And then, you know, of course, the market, we'd always have something allocated to the market, but that's going to move around. But then there's kind of this way that you can get returns of the market but not have the downside risk and so i introduced them to that concept but when i told them that this concept is an annuity guess what their response was Hmm. oh we don't like annuities (laughs) right i kind of figured that you just like the concept of what it does what you have is a misconception of an annuity right and what i find is a lot of people think 
if I have an annuity, what I'm doing is I'm giving my money to the insurance company. I'm never getting my money back. No, that's not the case at all. That is one type of an annuity. There's four basic types of annuities. Now, the one I just mentioned where you give the insurance company the money, you don't get it back. That's what they're using what's called an immediate annuity. And so you'd give them, let's say, $100,000, and they're promised to pay you $500 a month for the rest of your life and your spouse's life, okay? That's similar to what a pension does. You think about what a pension does, it pays you for the rest of your life, but if you die, there's no money there. You don't get anything back unless you choose you know, some options. Right. So you know, why would you use that type of an annuity? Well, sometimes that's what companies did to fund the, the pension payments for the retiree. They go to an insurance company and purchase something for them. Sometimes you would use it for tax arbitrage. It's very few cases I see where you ever use that. So most people are never going to use that type of an annuity. The other three types of annuities are what we call deferred annuities. And what you have to think of an annuity has two sides to it, or two stages, if you will. There's an accumulation stage where it's growing tax deferred. You have access to it. You can take partial withdrawals from it. And, uh, you know, the returns based on whichever type you're in, whether it be fixed or indexed or variable. And then at some point you can, you don't have to, but you can jump over this wall and go into what we call a payout side, that annuitization side. And that's where we're going to pay you for the rest of your life. Now, you're not forced to do that. It's a choice that you make. So you can remain on the deferred side until you expire, and then it can pass to your heirs. So that's what I was telling them. So we're using this just on this deferred side. Now, the reason why we're using this particular type of product is this particular type of product has no downside risk. In other words, if the stock market goes down, you cannot lose. The insurance company only credits gains, never losses. This is what's called indexed. But if it does go up, you get a percentage of the increase on the upside. And they were like, you know, Scott, so I had to explain how it works inside. The insurance company's using options to do this. And so your money's never at risk. It's in their general account. And so once I drew it for them, then they understood. And they're like, oh, well, why? That makes total sense. It's like, yes. But the thing is, it's wrapped in this name called an annuity. And there's a negative connotation to that out there in the marketplace. Because of people think that the company keeps complete control of your money. They don't. Some people maybe had bad experiences. Maybe they were sold inappropriately. And I would argue that that happens sometimes because in order to be able to offer these types of products, you just need a, uh, an insurance license. And so there's people out there without any kind of formal financial planning background or without a securities license that are out there. And in concept, it sounds great. Who doesn't want market gains and no losses? I'll take that every day, right? But yeah. they don't tell them about liquidity provisions. They don't tell them about some of the, maybe the costs or fees involved if you're putting on riders, those kinds of things. And maybe they put too much money in there and then people's situation changes and they have to break the contract. Well, when you break a contract, guess what? There are surrender penalties. It's a contract. Anytime you break any contract, whether it be with an insurance company or you know business contract, things like that, there's penalties for breaking contracts. And so they get back, you know, they get hit with some kind of a surrender charge. And so that's the negative people here. But once you understand how you got to keep it for, what you have access to, they can be wonderful tools. And so these people finally got it. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because we can get some of the money. We get the upside potential. We have no downside risk to it. We can add, have income for life if we want it, but we're not paying for that. There's ways we can do without paying for it. And so it just worked really nicely in their plan. It gave them, what, confidence. And then they were able to take some of their money and put it in the market because they knew, hey, 
If the market goes down by 20 or 30% the year before I retire, I don't need the money I put in that bucket. I can rely on my safe bucket because the only way my safe bucket goes down is by money that I pull out. It can't go down any other way because the insurance company makes their income or their fees a different way. They don't charge it against your money. So your account never goes down. You need to understand all the tools that are available, but these tools can be extremely powerful. Well, Eric, it's, it sounds, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it sounds like in in this scenario, then really taking the time to explain and educate people, in this case, this particular client situation, really allowed them to see the pros and cons and then make a choice based on what's the best thing for them. And that's the way our process is. You know, we never tell people, hey, this is what you need to do. Right. We say, okay, if this is what you, you know, this is what works for your plan. So let's say we're trying to you know, earn 4%. Well, we're not going to have all your money just earning 4%. We're going to have money that's going to be in the market, which has an opportunity to earn a lot more, but does have an opportunity to go down. But we do have some safer options. You know, if I had, let's say, CDs that were paying 5%, I may be saying, hey, let's put some money in some CDs at 5%, because that's a great interest rate. <laughs> if you find those, let me know, will you? <laughs> yeah, don't have those right now. So we have to find an alternative. And so in this space, and I've been using these things for over 15 years, and they've just worked. And so, you know, there's an article I always give them at the end of our second appointment, and it's written by a, a gentleman that's extremely smart, highly intelligent, but he looks at, he just writes in plain English so people can understand it. It's from Jack Marion. Now, what he did is he took a look at using an index annuity during the Great Depression. Now, hmm. so he leads the article, if he, no one probably listening was around then, but back in 1929, right. the Dow Jones hit a high of, 380 okay <laughs> now to put that in 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 context as we speak right now the dow jones is hovering close to twenty six thousand. right so from 380 to twenty six thousand, it's been you know it's been a fantastic ride however the market fell okay and it closed in june of 1932 it closed at 42.8 so it went from 380 to 42 that's an 89% decline, and it, it took it until 1954 to get back to where it was. Wow. So a quarter of a century to get back to the same market was at before. Now, you know, I'm not that young anymore, but even if I'm 40 years old, waiting 25 years for your money to get back to where it was, that puts me at 65, right? If you're 50, that's going to be, you know, 75. Right, That's a exactly. long time to wait for your money to come back. So what he did is he went back and compared. So, okay, what if we used an index annuity concept? Now, the concept is when the market goes down, you don't lose. When the market goes up, you make money when the market goes up. You don't get all of it. You get some of it. So what he stated was, what if we just could earn 30% of the upside? Now, today there's products which are much higher than that. But I just took, you know, let's use a long-term average. It's 30% of the up and zero of the downs. So in that first 10 years where the... Dow Jones went from 380 down to 42 and lost 89%. The index concept would have went up about 6.4% over that same 10 years. Hmm. Very interesting. Because why? Well, the market fell and then it battled back. So if you think about this, if those four negative years are all zeros and then there's six positive years in that first 10-year period, you have six wins and four zeros as opposed to four major negatives and six positives that are not going to accumulate and beat the negatives. So this is what can add another safety level to your retirement plan. And this is why everyone hears the word annuity and they they always kind of have a negative spin to it because 
they think they lose control over their money. You do not. You, you will pay surrender charge if you break the contract, but this will do things that your other accounts cannot. Okay, if you have all your money in the stock market and the market goes down by 20% or 30%, guess what's happening to your money? It's going down. And if you lose all your money, they can't guarantee you anything. Those guarantee you, hey, you don't have any more money. With properly structured insurance products, you could still have income guarantees. You could still have maybe some death benefit guarantees. You could have some you know, disabilities backstop guarantees. This is the transference of risk. That's what insurance does. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.